what's the meaning of life? You know, why are we here? It's that pressure of societal pressure or wanting to feel good about yourself. The kind of tribe mentality, like there's a part of our brains that still hasn't evolved. Well, how are you fixed? So first things first, obviously I'm not introducing this as normal. You'll see by the title that there's no guest, but before you even stop or think about changing or doing whatever, if you've clicked into this or you've listened to any podcast, any episode, any segment, anything at all, first thing I want to do is thank you because the reason I'm doing this is, well, there's two of them. One, I don't have a guest set up for this week. I have maybe four or five in the pipeline, just didn't develop this week, just didn't get the schedule and right, whatever. But it's also worked out in a way that I can just come on and make sure that I have one released on a Tuesday. But take this opportunity to, first of all, thank everyone for listening, sharing, whatever. Because I haven't had a chance to do that when I'm, let's say, interviewing talking to people so that's the first thing second thing is the base of this one is going to be kind of a rundown through the last couple of months in the podcast going through my favorite parts my favorite guests and a small bit of overview about the podcast where it's going where it's came from so on so forth so first of all i want to thank everyone any click any comment good or bad because i like both you mightn't think that, but yet any sort of constructive criticism or even mention about the podcast has been unbelievable. You know, you've met people, um, I've met people just randomly and we get an in-depth conversation about one part of a podcast that someone said and it's why I started the podcast. I know I started as like sport podcast, but it's weird that it's developed into something so different. But anyways, we'll go through that. So first of all, thanks again. Um, you know, a small comment like that or a small message is really motivating. And, you know, you kind of, you're you're doing some and you're talking and you think, what's the point of this? Sure, no one's getting anything out of this. And then someone messages you and you're like, feck it. I was, you know, taking it easy this week. I have to do another one properly. And um, yeah, so thanks. Right, so... I suppose what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through my favourite parts of the whole podcast. I'm going to try and do this without stopping because I don't know if people noticed. First, like four podcasts, which is mad to think they were just me talking and they were, well, I thought they were so polished. I'd have do a bit stop. I'd be so conscious about how I sounded and the as and the oohs and waiting and whatever. But I think I mentioned in the last podcast with Cahal Fahey that like, at this stage, I don't care, you know, um, whatever about the pauses, people are going to make mistakes, say things wrong. So hopefully, unless I say something ridiculously wrong, we'll try and do this in one take. So, yeah, I'm going to go through my favorite parts. Um, I suppose the overview of the podcast, the first four episodes were very different. I took a break after the first four and came back around the new year. So the idea was to interview people in sports and I suppose get their stories and how they got into that sport and loads of different things but it has funny enough it has changed slowly to just people and I suppose that's the idea of now is like 
interviewing people and what they're doing and what parts of their life they're doing and trying to get some sort of lesson i think that's in the description and um, i don't know if it's on instagram or if it's on spotify about getting some sort of benefit or some sort of story from a person's life and it doesn't have to be um, someone well known which i'll get into um any bit of information and some of the information and some of the piece of advice that i've got have been from people you least expect it so without further ado start off with our first three episodes and the first three episodes for me were extremely extremely exciting because they were all in person and they were with three sports people three of them which i looked up to conan o'donnell uh ronan michael and Conor mccauley and that was kind of the start of it for me and I was just proper in awe of these boys. Even though I know them personally, uh, it was great to sit down and talk one-on-one because, as I said in a few, not often you get to talk in-depth. Like, no one going on for a whole summer and then obviously very good friends at Howley, but you never sit down and have a, a genuine conversation about, I don't know, their sports life or how they got into this or what their genuine interests are. So that's one thing I think maybe should be normalised a bit more where we can just in-depth conversations when you think about it what's uh, okay apart from sitting down having a cup of tea most of your conversations are in the car or people are on their phone while they're having a conversation with you so for me to be sitting down with someone for an hour and having a genuine conversation it's it's so rare these days so that's why i actually love it so that's why i love them three sitting down in depth with them people i was motivated by and inspired me like even though they're everyday people um, I suppose you can take whatever points you want from them. You know, in terms of routine, I suppose when you think about uh, sports, uh, routine is the main thing. That doing, like Ronan Michael said, he ate the same thing for breakfast every day. And although that might seem boring, I think I said in a different podcast, what's not boring is achieving the goals that you set out. So um, sometimes routine is extremely boring, but it's what get it what's it's what got him to where he was. One thing I mentioned in the last podcast was conversations before and after. And I remember Rona Michaels' one was um, significant because we were proper buzzing after. And sometimes you don't, that doesn't come across in the podcast because, you know, it's like, all right, look. And then sometimes I pause it. And then sometimes people have to go. And you're still buzzing from it, um, both parties. And they're kind of like, geez, I enjoyed that. You know, it's a bit more relaxing and uh, got into it a bit more than I had thought. And what's mad for me, I suppose, when I'm thinking about it is, obviously I'd be very nervous at the first couple because you're recording live and you have to edit it and you're worried about what people think. But as I go on, it becomes more comfortable. And then the people you're interviewing become a bit nervous. Might be their first podcast or whatever. And it's your job to kind of be like, it'll be grand, like we're literally just chatting away here. So that's interesting, I suppose, when you think where I've come from. Still not saying um, I'm an expert or anything like that. But uh, I always find when someone else is nervous, it takes your nerves away. So let's say you're doing a uh, presentation in college or something like that. If you see someone else being really nervous, you're like, right, they're nervous. I'm going to take their nerves away. I'm going to channel their nerves into confidence. Now, if they're nervous, then everyone should be nervous. And I think that's... uh, I seen a quote there the last day and it was like confidence isn't not having is not having no fear it's having fear and being able to deal with it so something like that we're not 
expecting people to be able to go up and speak perfectly every time and have no fear whatsoever. They have that fear, they just go through it and deal with it and have ways to overcome it. So it's not like when you think of someone walking down the street and they're real confident that they have no issues, no um, uh, idea issues, self-idea issues, or no confidence issues, they're just dealing with them. Um, Sidetracked, okay. One take, let's go back. (laughs) Um, Right, so yeah, that's what I got from Ronan Michael is routine, I suppose, breeds confidence as well because when you know you're doing something right, or you know you're repeating it, you know you're going, getting the hours in. Episode four was what? Episode four was Keen Brennan. And Keen Brennan, I have to say, is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. I think he's had, he's been the nicest person I've ever had to, um, I don't know what you call it, interview. Had the pleasure of podcasting. And an unbelievable story. Like, he's a bit of a freak in terms of his training. He just is so focused. Um, I actually did a, a, a 12-week program with them, with the Blueprint Fitness, I suppose. This is their plug. Uh, you might have seen it on Instagram. I did a bit of a review. But what I found with Keen and David, um, who run the Blueprint Fitness, is they are so honest. And when they are on Instagram, and you see it on Instagram nowadays, where it's like, it's all about oh, it's all about image and it's all about protein goals and protein snacks and little and this workout. I remember putting in a voice message or a message to the boys and it was like, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing much progress and this and that. And David sent a voice message back and he was like, it's fucking hard. Like building muscle and dieting and doing anything is hard. And a lot of people think it's going to be easy. And we see it on Instagram that 12 weeks, six weeks transformations that you have to train extremely, extremely hard. So it's probably evident from the podcast itself. Keen's obviously an insane trainer, but the part I got most from from it was that they just said it so straight up and straight, so honest. It was like, you have to fucking push yourself to the limit. And people say, oh, well, recovery and injuries. He's like, like, half that's bullshit. You need to train as hard as possible. And I know that's going to be different for everyone. You can't say that to everyone. And there is injuries. Um, but straight up, eat high protein, eat foods you like, eat a lot of it and train as hard as possible. And it was, it's such basic information, but I was like, Jesus, you know, sometimes you need to hear it straight rather than, you know, sugarcoated on Instagram and it has to have uh, captions and it has to be some sort of analogy. Like, it just has to, you just have to work hard. And I think that's something that Keane gets across, that he just trains as hard as possible. Uh, he does the same thing every day. And that's where he got, that's how he got to where he is. Same with Rona Michael. Like, a lot of people think, and I always talk for ages, like, ah, I'm not like him because of genetics. And half the time, genetics is shite. I seen, um, I seen, you know, man, protein bar. And I was like, again, ah, that fella's probably massive. And he put up the last day, like, his transformation of what he was like. And, you know, a couple of years ago, he was just a normal fella. And now, yeah, some people are more prone to putting on muscle than others, but he obviously worked extremely, extremely hard to get where he is. So I think uh, nowadays, especially in fitness, people are looking for excuses every time. Keen kind of got through that. It's it's mainly hard work. Which brings us to episode five. Um, this was, I think, the defining podcast 
um, for me. Um, and I think people, if they've listened to every episode, will agree with this. And if you haven't listened to this episode, this is the one you need to start on and go back and listen to. It was Roberta Harrington. And Roberta, I initially got her on because obviously she's a very successful Instagram page and she, I'd like her content. But the, only recently, before I got her on, she put up about her having an eating disorder. And I just messaged her being like, you know, can you talk about that briefly? Um, if possible, you know, if you're feeling comfortable comfortable with it. And she said, yeah, no problem. And so when we were doing the podcast, I just brought her up and I did not expect the response I got and her openness and, and, and honesty in the whole process about talking about it because it's not easy. And um, open up yourself to like things you did or the way you were. So I was very taken back um, by that. And I think that was, uh, you know, helped me develop as, I don't know, what you call myself, a podcaster? I don't know. Talking to people. All right. It, 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 I was like been taken back, didn't know what to say. Um, but it was unbelievably enthralling. And I was like, I remember like finishing that and I was like, holy shit. Like that was, I know when you listen to a podcast, you get taken back, but I was in it. And I was like, that. I heard that firsthand at the time. And it wasn't to do with sport. Yeah, she does like an Instagram page where it's like food and stuff, but it was to do with like an eating disorder. And I was like, holy shit, a lot of people and a lot of people listen to that. And I was thinking if one person got something out of that, and I always say that about the podcast, the idea is that it helps one person. But I was like, Jesus, that will genuinely help one person because it's true experience. It's her experience about this is what I did and this is what I went through and this is how I came out of it. So I kind of was taken back and I like thought about it. I was like, Jesus, if you can get people on with real, real stories like this, that's not just like, well, yeah, I play county football. No disrespect to anyone, but <clears throat> I've listened to a lot of podcasts with, you know, GA players and it's kind of the same thing. Unless you have a story, it's pretty boring. It's like I played for my club and I was really good. And this, and you know, I think there's so many of them out there. Now, I'm not saying that there's no podcast with um, eating disorder or anything that I've done, but I'm just, I want to enjoy it as well. And I feel, I always feel when I come away from a podcast, I know exactly if it'll be good or not. Um, Roberta, I was blown away and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is something that I have to chase. This kind of, I suppose it's like a high after the podcast where you're like, that was, that was intense. So that was... That was a defining moment for me and it changed my idea from like when you write down goals for the podcast, you're, you're, you're looking at views and you're looking at followers and stuff like that. So I had it like a ladder in my head of like, right, someone with 5,000 followers, then 10, 50, whatever. And although if you think about it, if you look at the podcast after, it kind of follows that trend. I realized that like I can't be selfish with this like just because a person has 50,000 followers doesn't mean that they'll be any good whatsoever and people will genuinely waste their time um, even though I think there's something to be got from every podcast um, I was like this needs to be a bit more meaningful and have some sort of a story or at least try not everyone's going to come across as well as Roberta did or as well as let's say Gary did um, so it changed my perspective and I was like, right, stop being selfish and, and trying to hit, hit like accolades like, oh, I had someone this big on. No one cares. Like, And unfortunately, that's kind of the metric of 
podcast in world where if I had Joe Rogan on tomorrow, like my first whatever episodes could have been shite, but if you got Joe Rogan on, you're like, oh, he's a massive podcast and Joe Rogan could be talking shite. So I then started, well, after a while, I started focusing on more on the content and like, what am I going to be listening to and what am I going to be putting out, not just a name on the cover. So um, the next couple were, although they were kind of following that trend, like RF, Gaelic as guide, um, they were bigger names or people had heard of them. Um, it was kind of it was kind of the same sort of stuff. It was ga based. Not that I don't like it. <laughs> it seems like I've been bashing that a lot on this on this podcast. Um, but just the similar content. I'm like, you know, they. In all honesty, like someone could have found this content anywhere in the world. Now, RF was great crack because it was like RF was like someone obviously you'd be looking up to and talking about how the page got started and stuff like that. Very interesting, but people have probably heard it a million times. So then I was like, I need content. Like I need to, to enjoy it myself. I don't want to just be even interviewing someone and being like, okay, so tell me your story. I know it has to start like that, but I want to get into a genuine conversation. Now, when you, you when you kind of know people, you tend to be more friendly with them in terms of your conversation. So it seems to flow a bit naturally rather than meeting someone for the first time. Now, someone like FPL era, because we knew we we're going to have the same interests, it just f- flowed. Um, with FPL era, that was kind of a sidetrack one because I would just wanted to do that. Um, I love fantasy football, as you probably uh, heard. And that was just unbelievably enjoyable that was just like a conversation and uh between two lads and then i went on uh, one of his lives so that was really really enjoyable and i keep messaging him uh, to this day so like through the podcast you actually meet people um i think that's the most beneficial thing i've got out of it there's always and i suppose it's a sidetrack now there's always someone tell you you know that shit uh, i said on gary's podcast that there's uh there's 100% someone out there saying this is shit. Stephen Nolan's podcast is absolutely muck. Fair enough. There's also someone out there saying Rando shite or, I don't know, Andy Murray or Rory McIlroy. Yet they're, we know that they're unbelievable athletes. So if you are waiting to do something um, and you're waiting for everyone else to prove it, you'll never do it because there's no person in the whole world that has everyone else's approval. So... Yeah, I don't know, do it. I don't know how we got onto this, but do it. Anyways, back to FPL era. Um, I think after that was Gary, Gary McGowan. And this is important because Gary was the least listened to podcast. Yet, no disrespect to anyone else, he probably has the most knowledge. He is an unbelievably smart guy. And some things I took away from that podcast was... Like, I was really, really, really excited for people to hear that one. Yet it didn't... Um, I didn't. It didn't translate. Maybe people didn't know. People didn't want it. Maybe people have heard so much of his stuff already. I don't know. But that has unbelievable content in it. And I was kind of disappointed in a way that that didn't get received better. 
because I remember before and after I was like there's some good stuff in that for people to, to hear and learn I remember one of the main things was and I use it for my teaching now since I've, I did it was the why and keep asking why and it can be used in anything it can be used in why you did something or let's say I'm teaching I don't know science and someone asks me why I'm going to encourage the students to be like okay why is a day 24 hours and then why is the sun rotating around and why are we expanding so you can go in a deeper level of understanding of any sort of content but if you do something and (laughs) I found myself doing this uh, myself so why did I do a particular thing I don't know let's say go for a pint why did I go for a pint could I have went and not drank and why did I feel I needed a pint? Did I need it because I was a release? Did I need it because of the people I was around? And sometimes I nearly started overanalyzing it. That's just an example, just using that um, so that everyone can understand it. But yeah, sometimes I nearly started overanalyzing. I just had to, you know, enjoy the moment rather than kind of look too deep into stuff. But um, asking yourself why you do anything or say anything, I think that's one of the main things. Why did I say that or why did I act towards a person that way? And usually, and I suppose we're trying to put all these things together, usually it's because of a root problem. You know, if you're getting upset with someone or you're annoyed at something they're doing, but don't say it, and then you're responding to them in a different way, you know, why am I being abrupt with them? It's because I'm annoyed at them for something else. Why don't I just get that out of the way and then we can have a positive interaction? So I found myself um, catching them root problems a small bit earlier. Um, obviously, a lot more work to do on that, but definitely found myself catching root problems by using the why along with kind of a small bit of meditation. Okay, we're, we're still one take here, so I'm very, very impressed myself, regardless if anyone listens or gets anything out of it. Uh, I'm going to go on my Spotify and go through the episodes and do this. I'm going to raw dog this. Okay, so we get to Cahill O'Reilly, which is something that I said on it. I'm delighted that I can kind of pick and choose the people that I want. Um, And I could pick that, you know, I was interested in what Cahill has to say. Uh, Interested in the idea that he's uh, producing in terms of uh, sustainability. I also think one thing that the podcast has done is given me a bit more responsibility that sounds, and I, I get mad at myself when I think about this because I'm like, no one gives a shit if you're recycling or not just because you had Cotlow O'Reilly on. No one's looking at your plastic bottle and say, oh, well, you had this fella on the podcast and now you're using a plastic bottle. I understand that, but I think it's like your own self-responsibility. Uh, and maybe it's better trying to take action yourself and make yourself responsible for your own actions rather than relying on people to call you out enough people will do that in your life but if you try and make yourself responsible and identify that well i got call on this because i care about it but then i'm not taking action to show that i care about it rather than having to do it because some you know because someone else is going to say it and so i suppose that's kind of put responsibility back on me in terms of you know sustainability or anything i do um whether it's i don't know anything i've said in the podcast that i do or don't do and then let's say i do or do don't don't do that i'm like fuck 
I'm not being true to myself. And there's literal evidence of me saying, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Um, so, yeah, definitely a bit of self-responsibility. And then we come to episode 12, which was <laughs> like a defining moment in my whole life. On Colgan. One of, obviously, one of my personal favourites. Now, this is one where it's like, I suppose it's, it's there for a couple of reasons. Out of pure enjoyment, because he's also big, like 100,000 followers. So that was a big one. But I just love him. And <laughs> as I said in the, the description, like, influence my childhood and my humour and the way I interact. <laughs> maybe good or maybe bad, but that was like unbelievable because he was such a nice guy as well and you can probably hear from the podcast he was an absolute gent um, and it was like just talking to one of the lads and when you meet someone like that it's just so refreshing it's not like when I turned on the recorder it was like okay action it was like we were chatting before and after that and uh, it was the same crack like it was just a general chat about football or about whatever so that was thoroughly enjoyable because I suppose I got to relive kind of memories and, and episodes and like message him once or twice on Instagram and he's such a genuine guy like when I messaged him on Instagram being like well like a big long yoke hey Owen what's the story a big fan for a while um, I have a podcast just wondering would you come on uh, be really great I was a bit you know anyways about three minutes later he replies with a voice note being like What's the story, hey? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely come on. Ballyhawes, is it? Jeez, uh, I used to go to a nightclub there. And I was like, this is quality. So I just voice note him back. And, and we're voice noting back and over trying to organise it. And I was just amazed about like how he is. That's just him. There's no... Obviously, there's a bit of acting in it. But that's why he is so... He's doing so well and has got so far. is because he's just being himself. Um which is refreshing to hear, I suppose. I think that came across, a lot of people have mentioned that one to me and been like, geez, he's a gas fella. And like, you don't have to analyse and think, "Mm, is he putting that on? That's just him. So that was very refreshing. And I suppose we come to the last five, the five most recent ones, which for me, in a way, have also been a turning point since Owen Colgan. It's changed a lot since Owen Colgan. For one reason or another, <clears throat> I think I have. I usually have them prepared a couple of weeks in advance, and I was chatting to Gary in school. I think we looked that podcast very long, so we we said it on it that we were chatting in school, and yeah, I would just for for ages like when people were like, "Oh, you should get this fella and get this fella," and I was like, "Ah, like who's going to know A, B, or C?" And when I chatted to Gary, I was like, I don't give a shit who knows this fella or not. Like, this is the most enjoyable conversation and the most zen conversation. And it's the first time I ever talked to someone that it was like I was talking to them on a podcast. It were in that space, we're chatting about particular things in depth, could be anything. And it just felt so natural. I was like, this is what it should be like. Not talking to a person for the first time saying right we do this at this particular time do an hour podcast good luck I'm like there was absolutely no connection there so even setting it up with Gary was very enjoyable we were there for I think I said it was was three hours I had to cut half it out for one reason or another and it was 
it was like a state of flow and it was one of the most enjoyable experiences like obviously doing it and talking to people is thoroughly enjoyable but it was and you probably can hear from it it was like a therapy session um and my mind was blown like i remember i cycled home and I rang the girlfriend, I was like, I just did this podcast and it was just insane, like the stuff we went through and, you know, whether people agree with it or not, in terms of like the meditation and the vibrations and the trauma and the healing, like just being in that space with Gary and being so open was honestly life changing. Like, as I said, when I shared it, it was was brain altering, what is it? What's the phrase? it altered my brain chemistry that's the one um and once i did that i was like this this is it like this is what i have to do i have to get real stories from people that actually um want to talk to me genuinely um and aren't like in and out i have an hour and i can do this it's like right we'll sit down here whatever comes out comes out doesn't necessarily have to be about like he played for us common and, and never mentioned it and we said in the podcast if we decided to go down the route of well you played first common how did you get on like none of that stuff would have came out and some people that genuinely got stuff from that you know beneficial stuff not only myself would have never been discussed so that part one and part two were um and it's funny because they were the most listened to by like four times it i wouldn't say i'm not going to use the phrase you know blew up but it was a massive influx of new listeners and random people, like random people messaging me. I was like, this is insane. And now it was it was Gary that was doing all the, the talking. I felt like I nearly talked too much and interrupted him. He had so much good stuff to say. But that was like, right, I need to get real people, real stories. And then came Bernie. And I knew a small bit about Bernie's story, very little, as you can tell. But, like, that was another one where I was sitting there and I was like, I'm blown away. I'm kind of speechless here. And I'm delighted that she can tell a story like that um, so openly and so honestly. And, yeah, I, I, I like, you become closer to these people. I know it sounds a bit mental, but you become closer to these people. Like, me and Bernie got on very well. But, like, when someone sits in a room and shares something like that with you, You've nothing but respect for them. And I, I don't know if she said it on the podcast, but it was the first time she said it without crying. And some of the details she went into, it's not nice having to relive that. But if someone can learn something from that or just even get a bit of enjoyment in terms of entertainment, not out of enjoyment, out of it. Um, you know, I was going to say I've done my job, but yeah, someone <laughs> described it as, I don't know what the word is, captivating or enthralling or I don't know. She's unbelievable. Bernie's an absolute saint and we'll give her a pass that she's from Roscommon. But that was another one that really, really inspired me to have real people and have real stories. And then people, it's ironic because you get a lot of new listeners because I'd say a lot of, let's say, I don't know, people that knew Bernie and never listened to me, I was going to say logged on, but listened and mightn't have heard Bernie talk like that like a lot of people wouldn't have heard Gary go that in-depth about the stuff that he's into and I suppose it takes away a layer and it takes some masks off people like this me talking here and now myself in a fucking room sounds a bit mental but yeah 
um, take some mask and you suppose you, you, you kind of think you know the person better which you do but at the same time um, it shows that you might know think you know a person and there's a lot more to them or they're going through a lot more like I don't know you might never have heard that Bernie went through that and you might um, make presumptions or uh, jokes or whatever that might be sensitive to a person that's gone through a particular thing and I suppose yeah you know the the, 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 the old saying you never know what someone's going through so um, I think it, it's great because it gives normal people um, a voice and lets them kind of take their guard down which not a lot of people are willing to do uh, which is tough so yeah Bernie's was fantastic and I, I actually learned a lot about the process and what causes it and the outcomes and it's actually unbelievable that girl is uh, doing as well as she is um, from that. Next came the best and worst podcast. Um, this one was the best because <laughs> oh, I think everyone should meet John William Burke because it's just absolutely insane what this kid is like. And that's why I was so disappointed because I fucked up. I didn't connect my mic properly. And that happened with episode one with Conan. And like I was disappointed at that one because it was the first one and I was like, oh, I'm shit at this and I'm not going to continue this and blah, blah, blah. But I was even more disappointed for two reasons with John. Obviously because it was like 15 episodes in. But secondly because he blew me away. It's just insane what this kid is like. I've never, I've honestly never met a kid. It's like something you see on YouTube, you know, when you see like videos of young kids and you just think, ah. They're crazy. They're, you know, they're, they're just for the internet. But he's like one of them. He's so, so mature and so driven. It's no bullshit. Like it's, and, and the connection between him and his dad, they've done very well so far of having that balance between father and son. You always see the, the kind of horror stories of the relationships between father and son because of pressure and this and that. But, so far so good they seem to have balanced this out which is a very very hard thing to do and I remember when I asked him like you know why and he's like because I want to be the best it's like what that is mad like yeah every kid wants to be the best and we all want to be the best at sport but like he's he's not just saying it he's getting up at six o'clock every morning he's putting in seriously seriously hard graft he is tracking, like he had a tracker for every session he did. He's trying to get the 10,000 hours. Like this is, he's no joke. And I remember getting goosebumps when he said, oh, I want to win the West by 15 because Rory did it. I'm like, oh, oh Rory McIlroy, like. He's like chasing particular accolades that world-class golfers have already done so that he can follow in their footsteps. Um and I've like I don't like to make predictions because people are so young and I think I mentioned it how there's so many different variables that can go right and wrong especially in golf um, John um, Senior said it about how in one competition one ball hit the exact same spot and one went in the bunker and one went on the fairway you know it's, it's that smaller margin so I don't know. I, I I just think that if John William Burke doesn't make it, let's say 
okay, take a, take away injury, take away, you know, I don't know, health and something that he can't really control. Um, that if he can't make it and have, have the right mindset, well, then I don't know who can. And I want to meet them because he is so driven and he is so focused on the goal. It's insane. I don't know how he could be more. He's just... and But he has the perfect balance where it's not like he doesn't do anything else and he's like a loner. Like he's a lovely lad and all friends in school and plays sport and keeps the golf going. It's the perfect mix. He doesn't do it too intensely. Obviously, you know, you have to do it extremely intensely to get to the level he does, but he does other stuff and his dad encourages that. So that seems like the perfect balance for me. I'm not just saying that because obviously um, I've done the podcast with the man you know, uh, the from Ballyhonas, but it's insane. Um, I cannot wait. See, this is why I'm so disappointed because I didn't connect the mic and I remember getting home that night and be like, I'm just going to check this for some reason. And it was all, oh, it was so, it was worse than it was. I had to pay someone to edit that. I usually do a small bit of edit myself. It's very easy because quality is okay. You just have to adjust a few things. But, I remember, like, people think I'm mental here now, but I could hardly sleep that night. I was just so disappointed that I'll never be able to get that content again. Yeah, I could go back the next day, but it wouldn't be the same. Like That was his first podcast, and I fucked it up. But I suppose eventually I just said, well, right, I have to look on the on the bright side and try and fix it somewhat, and at least I'll have that connection with him so that... I've no doubt in five years' time whether I'm doing this or not, he will be. And I'm sure he'll do another one with me. Um, But I wish him all the best because, I don't know, he's just an absolute gent of a kid as well as has a gent of an old fella. So that seems to me like the perfect mix. Um, And hopefully, hopefully, like it's so, so hard. I've done a podcast on golf and how hard it is so many different variables and it's one of the hardest sports in the world but um, yeah if he doesn't make it no one will and finally the most recent one Cahill Fahey um, this is actually brought on and give Erica a shout out again she told me to do it with Cahill Fahey it was, he was in my head but um, yeah then I decided yeah definitely I'll do it with him and a lot of the same stuff came up that came up with Gary about I don't know, men and trauma and dealing with stuff and uh, body and mind connection. A lot of the same stuff, but it came up in a different way where it came up with him moving away to try and fix himself internally and realising that it didn't work. Whereas Gary kind of did it by accident and fell fell into it and then went on retreats and stuff and realised it worked for him. But... Cahal was kind of chasing that external, them external factors in search and knew he wasn't happy um, and talks about all the stuff that we talk about in the podcast and articulates it extremely well. So I really, really enjoyed that because he's an absolutely lovely guy and I re- felt really comfortable talking about them sort of stuff, which when you, if you told me, right, a year ago that I'd be sitting here talking about this myself, one take, I'd be like, no, nah, I couldn't do that now, couldn't do that because people will think how I'm, or know how I'm feeling or um, 
yeah they'll have something to say they'll say it's shite they'll say this they'll say that and when you overthink it like I'm thinking right now oh shit people are going to hear what I'm saying and then trying to think about what they're thinking you have to (laughs) overthink the right things why you do negative things that you don't want to do I suppose that's what meditation is it's thinking about the things in your gut talked about a couple of times that come up um, that you really want to change or you really want to improve or you really enjoy in your life overthinking about what you're doing yourself and what people will think is the thief of joy I think that's what they say about comparison but I suppose that's what you're doing you're comparing about what people will think so just get out of the mind again the body when you're active and sidetrack when you're active you have less time to think I think you should set aside time to think distinctively each day in terms of meditation and the rest should be acting on them things that you're going to do yeah I suppose yeah that's it I'm going pondering here myself now but yeah I've gained something from everything and as I said the kind of overview now is I want to get stories from people and I want to provide some sort of positive information whether it's something to do with diet or sport or mentality or just a story or a bit of entertainment whatever it is um that's the goal that's the goal and i'm sure i'll have some very very i have some very very interesting guests lined up and some of them that you may not know but i think that's an important thing about podcasts you kind of have to go for the ride I've done it myself where I've only listened to podcasts where I know what they're talking or I know the person who's talking and I'm not willing to take a, you know, a leap and say, oh, we'll see what this person has to say. Like the best podcast I've ever listened to in my whole life was Tony O'Reilly on the Talking Bollocks podcast. And I skipped that for a couple of weeks because I was like, don't know who he is. Going to look for someone I know. I listened to one that I knew and it was just terrible. They had no story. They were just like, yeah, yeah, I make videos on, on Instagram. It's like, this is shite. Tony O'Reilly talks in depth about his gambling addiction and how he was, you know, in a room, suicidal, on the run from from the guards after he, he stole millions. I'm like, this is insane. So although some of the guests, their names might not be familiar, I think, um, and this is why I've chosen them. It's like, I want to get the real story out of them if possible and for someone to benefit from it big or small but I actually mentioned this in Gary's podcast and I'll stop rambling now I mentioned it after we were stopped recording and I was like it's insane that people actually log on and listen um, now I'm not saying it's like because of me it's, it's because of the guests no one gives a shit what I have to say I don't think and it's just insane that people take time out of their day. Like, I love Blind Boy podcast. And I haven't listened to that in months. Because of the way the, my life is right now, I listen to one or two podcasts while I'm cooking or while I'm in the car. Um, I'll probably listen to a few more now that I'm kind of commuting a good bit to work. But, like, it's a mad concept that people are saying, right, I'm going to listen to the Sport Adult podcast now. So for that, I just want to thank everyone. And if anyone has any recommendations of guests, send them in. Um, if it is in line, if it's just someone random, ah, send it in regardless. I don't give a shit. 
So that's it, one take. This is probably the greatest achievement of my whole life, doing this in one take. So, um, yeah, if it's shit, it's shit. Say la vie, take it ham and cheesy.